Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures this year. They're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here. And Kelly. We are here for hashtag RPG a day 2021, August the 10th. The word is trust or also conscience, light and advantage. <laughs> D&D is better with advantage. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Trust. Well, there's nothing worse than when your character's trust is broken. Oh, you're still going to browbeat me. With yes, I am still. I can't go. <laughs> Although it was, you know, oh, man, my character is broken. She <laughs> is totally broken. Oh, my God. So trusting uh, the... I trusted that dwarf, one of my characters. I had made a deal with some dark elf or dark or the dwarves in Scion that um, I would basically spend the week or the few days with him uh, and exchange, you know, total Freya. Um, no, the dog thought I was calling her. Um, <laughs> the goddess Freya style bargain. The goddess Freya type deal about, you know, with her, you know. So I was going to get this cool um, uh, belly chain uh, that was going to have some really cool stuff, you know, in exchange. Because, of course, you know, they're incredible craftsmen. And... And we actually, we were having a great time, he and I. And then he betrayed me and my character. I mean, she had the, the character itself has a lot of difficulty trusting. I mean, heck, she's the scion of Loki. You know, trust is not easy. <laughs> she herself is, you know, um, uh, she doesn't trust people. Mm-hmm. So uh, the fact that she did, you know, they had they were having a great time. She she actually trusted him and then he betrayed her. It broke her. She was like, you know, really, really upset. It broke her heart. Now, now in, in his defense, you did use your your abilities to make him lose the auction. That would have cost him his head. So he had to then use the backup plan, 
which was to betray you since you won the auction. So... No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> that, that is neither here nor there. The fact <laughs> that he had already put into, you know, he was already planning to put this in there as an, you know, as a possible, you know, that in itself was enough. I mean, that he actually had made that contingency well, and built that trap into the the belly chain. Well, it wasn't built not into cool. it yet. Still not cool. She she is she's so not going to trust again. The only people there's only a couple people she trusts and now and her father is certainly not one of them. Oh, yeah. Loki. Loki's a hard one to trust. Yeah. Loki. Yeah. Dear old dad. Ooh, she is not happy with him. Uh, I mean, let, let's almost think that he is the antitrust. Yeah, because. Just Cause don't just do when it. you trust him, that's when he's going to betray you. Exactly. So. How yeah, much? when I think of trust, I think of when Trixie lost her trust, that's when she was betrayed. Ouch. Yeah, it hurt. I was devastated. How, however, I will throw out the, the opposite angle of that, of in GM we trust. <laughs> I, I always like to say that because it sounds like in Jim we trust. But, you know, in Game Master we trust because, first off, there has to be a sense of trust there because you're sitting at the game table. So you're trusting your GM not to railroad you guys horribly since they have an unlimited budget. And, yep. you know, if a killer GM wants to be a killer GM, it's not hard. I mean, it's really not hard. I mean, I've heard these stories of players can't be killed, and I'm just like, yes, yes, you can. You're just not using your imagination. But <laughs> play GM should not be killer GMs because – for one, you can end up at an empty table that way if you're you're not mm-hmm. uh, be, being a good guy, you know, and, and making sure to be a good GM and a good facilitator of gaming. Yeah, I'm not one of those char- player, you know, that if I mean characters die, I, you know, I understand that it it's you know, but if you were to just total party kill or specifically engineer it to uh kill then yeah you're gonna lose my trust as a player and i'm not gonna play Mm -hmm. and and, you know i can honestly say i've been in game sessions where gms were known for murdering like a handful of character sheets a week and that that does kill the fun especially when you make something cool and the gm basically makes specifically to murder that character as their their goal. And that's a horrible thing. But more importantly, when I like to say GM trust, is the concept of, like, you, you guys, if you've watched the stream or anything or listened to us play Star Wars and stuff, I will often say, do you trust me to give you something cool for three advantages? Yeah, that's true. To know that that if I'm going to, you know, and the, the game has an economy of when you have advantages, you can cash them in for stuff. That you can trust that I won't, like, give you something lame and stupid for a really good reward. You know, it's going to be one of these things that what I'm telling you is going to be really juicy and good. You know, it's it's going to be power empowering what I'm going to tell you. 
you know, what you do with it is up to you, but I'm going to give you something good and juicy for it, you know. So there's that that moments when you, a GM should be able to look at their players and to have that no shit moment of trust between each other. Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had I've had players where I've written them on a note. Do you trust me? And I give them some hint or some thing or some prompt. <clears throat> and then we go into left field like, you know, you have been replaced by a body snatcher. You know, I've done these things before, <laughs> you know. Where, where the person's had to role play something and I trust them and they trust me. And it's one of those of don't be a dick. You know, it goes back to the Will, we- the Will Wheaton rule of don't be a dick. You know, as a GM, you have an unlimited power, but itty bitty table space. You know, <laughs> you only get one fifth of the table to play at. You're part of the team. You know, you, you are part of the shared storytelling experience. So you got to make sure that your players trust you, even though you're the good guys and the bad guys and the crazy guys, you have to have GM trust. And, and like come, that kind of spins off on the idea of like NPCs that your characters are bonded to. You know, some people have been so jaded over the years, they have to tell you no killing my family members <laughs> and trust that you won't kill them when you say you won't kill them. I didn't kill them. I did yeah, not no. kill them. And, and she didn't trust that you uh, weren't going to break your, <laughs> you know, word. And uh, so, but that led to a very interesting storyline, you mm-hmm. know, and mass murder of dwarves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we've probably heard told the story before, but uh, Once or twice. when my sister had a character in Scion who basically started a relationship up with an NPC and it, it progressed to the point where they actually got married and in out of game, my sister's like, you have to promise me that nothing will happen to the character's husband or children. Um, and, and you promised and you did because that's the only, you know, way. Um, so when we were on her honeymoon, because <laughs> we all went practically, um, uh, there was an episode where <laughs> unbeknownst to her, her husband, the NPC, had been swapped out with basically a doppelganger. So when all of a sudden these mini, this band shows up and basically kills her husband in front of her, she lost her shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, you promise, you promise. (laughs) She trusted that you would have kept your word. And she thought that he had betrayed that trust and she was livid. So basically it took what, like 10 minutes to calm her down and lower the decibels. <laughs> um, but eventually she found out, you know, through, we eventually found out that it wasn't him that he had killed. Um, that it was a doppelganger that was going to kill all of us. And so even though we massacred more than half the seven dwarves, um, yes, those seven dwarves, uh, 
before we found this out, <laughs> we did wind up rescuing our husband uh, the, or the dwarves had before we inadvertently took them out because they didn't tell us what was going on. But yeah, trust. Very interesting. You young scions wanting to be told everything. <laughs> you don't need the details. You just go out, go off half cocked, and we, the gods will trust you to do what you need to do. Well, hopefully now I think, though, she um, will trust you more. Uh, <laughs> well, she had trusted you that you wouldn't have killed her husband. And then sure enough, you know, turns out it was her husband, <laughs> though. So and then she's like, she was really upset. <laughs> you know, I think there was a bit of transference there. You there, know, there, there that, was some transference. Yeah, exactly. So just as as a GM, make sure that your players can trust certain things in game. Like if you give them a house, don't burn it down. If you give them a boat, don't sink it underneath them. You know, it trust your players to give them things and props. And of course, if they abuse it, okay, they can, it can be taken away. You know, but tr- you know, trust goes both ways. The GM should trust the players to to you know not use out-of-game knowledge, you know, things like that, you know. The 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 concept of uh, someone at your table pulling out a, D, a monster manual to verify while you're, they're fighting your monster, that's a bad sign of trust yeah, right there. Yeah, that's, that's bad form. <laughs> I mean, especially as I always tell everybody, the monster in the book is average. You know, when you look at its hit points, that's average. They can be weaker. They can be stronger. Like as a GM, when I throw out things like this thing looks like the the sickliest version of a basilisk you've ever seen. Probably means it's low on hit points, you know. Or if it's if I say it's the beefiest ice wolf you've ever seen, it's a freaking alpha of the pack, and you better watch it. It's it's at max hit points, you know, and and maybe a level higher than it should be because you know. These are just guidelines, but trust your GM is not going to, like, hose you over, you know. Especially if GMs are using CR, which is so broken in 5th edition, you can throw CR groups at your players, and they will walk away with no problem each time. But it's not meant to be thrown out like that. There's no true codified, here's what you need to throw out your players. You need to trust them. You need to trust in their ability to play their characters, and you need to trust yourself in playing monsters, you know, and just having fun. You know, if your instincts say this is too tough for your players, it probably is. And if you're thinking they're going to mop their their way through this thing, trust me, you're wrong. They're going to have a (laughs) hard time. They're going to roll like crap. It's going to be the worst thing ever. (laughs) Because trust in your DM, but pray to your dice gods. Exactly. The dice can turn on you at any time. (laughs) And uh, also, just one more, you know, trust your GM. GMs trust your judgment, you know. Don't be afraid to not pick up dice, because if it's not something that requires dice to be rolled, you can totally just describe to your players' actions. You can ask for your players' reactions. You know, it doesn't have to be a dice roll every time. Totally fun when it is, but you can totally trust you guys to tell a story without dice at all. Especially if you know a character's got great charisma, or is really wise, or is really good at, you know, throwing charismatic snarky comments out that you can just let that happen without a dice roll that that's one of those things i do notice that i've seen in games where somebody's role playing really awesomely and they don't trust the player so they make a dice roll happen and the dice 
dick over this whole great thing that just came out. Yeah. You know, great speech that got, you know, a St. Crispin's Day speech that got turned into this, let's go kill. <laughs> and everybody, like, goes right back to their beers and ignores the speech. So, yeah, so, that kind of breaks your heart. That, that, that's just wrong. And, and that's because trust, just trust everybody at the table. You're, you're in a circle of friendship here, a circle of trust that... You need to trust everybody at this table that you can be yourself, you can be open, you can be goofy, you can be silly, and and you can sometimes be heartbroken. You know, gaming groups can go through some serious highs and lows and have to trust each other with stuff. You know, we've all been at least one game table where there's like a mini breakdown of some cool emotion that comes out across on somebody. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, even though like that character that I just described not long ago, um... It's one of the most, it was extremely dramatic and, and it was terrible for that character. And it did, it, it, it completely changed this character, but it was so worth the, I mean, I wouldn't trade that experience because it was just, it was moving. And the best part is I, I trusted I could take it to that place with you. I mean, I wouldn't have done that to a lot of players because I know I would have ruined them for life. <laughs> but I trusted that you would be honest to your character and trust in the character's journey to to let that happen. Yeah, and um, it, it molded how her next, you know, because at that point after this, you know, they were going to demigod level. Mm-hmm. Um, from hero level and it molds what, you know, where she, what path she takes at that point because, you know, she's utterly convinced she's the reason why Ragnarok is going to happen because at every t- opportunity that they were to try, they were trying to stop it, it was her that dropped the ball. But, you know, isn't that the best? Because that's how Ragnarok works. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do to break it, it happens inevitably. Yeah, and it's funny because in the story, I mean, the the myth of Ragnarok, it's Loki heralds the, you know, start of Ragnarok. And sure enough, I'm the scion of Loki. And I'm the one that <laughs> starts from a certain going. point of view. <laughs> from her point of view, it's like, um, you know, so it it shapes the character. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the nice thing when you have a group, you know, with good trust, you know, because there's certain things that like, you know, heck, like even when we record gaming stuff. Because we're in a circle of trust, you know, shit, people say shit, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to try to edit that out, you know, or remember we're streaming, guys. I know we're in a circle of trust, but uh, we're out there with, you know, millions of other people listening. So be careful. Mm-hmm. Trust, but verify. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like we were in RingCon one year. And we're at a, uh, um, you remember the zombie uh, mm-hmm. game? Yeah, when we got to and play Magpie Games' uh, new, their version of the Walking Dead RPG. Exactly. And um, uh, with the Apocalypse Engine. Mm-hmm. And 
my character oh my god my character was such a douchebag i love that oh my god but the thing is i played that character but i had to trust you know Mm -hmm. uh the other players and the gm but i didn't know any of them so i mean there was literally one point where i i had to go i'm sorry this is not me i am this is not me (laughs) okay and then as my character, I just like, I'm so evil. <laughs> Please don't hate me. <laughs> but that's what my character would have done. And sure, you know, but it made for a good moment. But I, I did have to like, I don't know these people. This is the first time I've met most of them. I have to say, okay, this is not me. This is my character. <gasps> you know, and then mm-hmm. just I do something that's like, and the then you went full Negan. Negan. Well, I know. I, I totally I, I could have taught Negan something at that point. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. But, but but the beauty is we trust, even though, you know, it's a bunch of gamers who just met each other, because we're hardcore role players, we trusted in the role play and the table, you know, because and then that person you were playing with, they rifted right off of you. Remember that whole cop line, you know, that. Oh, my God. We totally had. Everybody like, at the at the table like pushed themselves back from the table and went, oh, oh yeah. shit! <laughs> like, no, you're gonna put him down. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. It's like, no. When you grodied yourself out, that's the oh. best trusting your character. Oh yeah. Oh, that was you know, but you had to have a certain amount of trust in order to do that type mm-hmm. of thing. And and I'll throw one last trust out there. Trust in your character. If you're mm-hmm. playing a character and you're role-playing, which we're all about the R-O-L-E, you know, if you're role-playing the character and your instincts, that little mask that you're putting on in your head to be in that character, if that character tells you it would do something, trust your instincts. Respect the character and trust the character to play himself or herself or itself. Please. Or it could self. lead to it could lead to some amazing scenarios. Yeah. And and let's be honest, we all know we've all had at least one game when you're like, I would totally do this sensible thing, but my God, the character would do this. Mm-hmm. And, and and trust the character and play the character. You know, we're role playing for a reason. We're not playing ourselves at lawyers and, and lawgivers or whatnot. And but, you know, playing ourselves as an RPG, which by the way can be fun sometimes. But we're we're playing a character that is a life and role of itself in something bigger than us. So yeah. trust in that character to have cool ideas and things that are outside your 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 box. I mean that's why we play role playing. I don't walk around with the giant sword hacking at stuff all the time, but I would totally be a pyromancer using fire. Oh wait, I do Fourth <laughs> of July. <laughs> so it's just totally trust you know your players trust your gm trust your your table if you can't trust you probably need to find another gaming group you know i'll throw that one out there there are times that that random groups just don't click you know and if you don't feel trust you can't make trust happen you know it's one of those of it's either there or it's not Mm -hmm. but don't trust your dice they will betray you your (laughs) dice will turn on you in a second 
they do. They want to see you, you, your your dice are out to get you. So that that don't trust them. Your dice are the proverbial scorpion. You know, it's <laughs> going to sting you because it's what they do. And then they you may put lull them in you into a, they may lull you into a false sense of security, but they're just biding their time. <laughs> <laughs> they lead you out into the wilderness and then leave you hungry and cold and alone because you trusted them. <laughs> And that is totally leading on to tomorrow's word, which is wilderness. 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 Do you trust me to wrap up now? Yes. Okay. In that case, in GM we trust. And that's a good place to wrap it up there for August the 10th. See you guys tomorrow. Or maybe you won't because we might be lost in the wilderness. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.